Hello, fanboys and fangirls, and welcome to this episode of Surviving Fandom. I'd sure love to hear from you, so if you could email me at survivingfandompodcast at gmail.com, I'd love to hear your story. In this episode, we're going to talk about fan fiction. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome. It is October 29th, two days before Halloween, which is my favorite time of the year. I just attempted to watch another film in the series of Paranormal Activity, and I couldn't get through it. And not because I'm scared, but because it's so formulaic at this point, and I've just given up. And now I'd like you to say hello to Scarlet, my cat who has to climb all over me when I am talking on any device. It is the weirdest thing, but it's a cat. So what can I say? Hello, Scarlet. I do love you, baby girl. All right, so jumping right in, let's talk about fanfic. Fanfic is what I have the most experience with, so that's probably, well, not probably, but mostly what I'm going to talk about. Um, Fan artists have their place, obviously, and I love them and I appreciate them. I have tried my hand at doing a mood board here and there, and I'm not fantastic at it. It takes me forever to do because I am a constant tweaker. I can't just leave something alone. I have to pick at it and pick at it and pick at it, and it just drives me bananas because it's never going to be perfect. And I know this, and yet I can't stop. Some might ask, well, Janina, do you feel that way about your fanfic? Because I have some questions. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously. Um, when I look back on fanfic I have written so long ago, specifically in the Buffy fandom, I am completely blown away by how terrible it was, and I mean absolutely terrible. It, it's very cringy when I go back and look at it, so I make it a rule to not actually go back and look at it. Um, so what do I want to say about fan fiction? Fan fiction, let me try that again. Fan fiction writers and fan artists are the lifeblood of a fandom. We rely so much on content to fangirl over, to fanboy over. We rely on it to keep us going, to keep us sane, especially if the show is taking a dive into um, terrible writing. Uh, Looking at you, Game of Thrones. But... um, So part of the reason why people join fandom is because maybe they want to not only talk to people about this thing that they're, they're, you know, freaking out about, but they want to talk about, but they want to read fanfic and they want to participate in fan art because they're inspired by the characters. And I'm specifically going to talk about shipping because I feel like there's a lot to say about shipping. And um, I'll probably do a whole episode on ship wars because those are a doozy. 
But first, I want to talk about the writing of fan fiction. And um, firstly, write whatever the hell you want. Don't let somebody tell you that you can't write a space comedy if that's what you want to write. Go do it. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people say. And oh boy, somebody has to have a comment for everything. But it doesn't matter because what you're supposed to be doing in fan fiction is writing what you love. You're supposed to be enjoying yourself. It's not supposed to be stressful. I want to segue into that part by saying that writing can be stressful. Writing can be very hard. And um, I've written for a long time, but... I've never, I've had my bouts with writer's block. I've had my bouts with struggling to write something, but I can say mostly that unless I am uninspired, meaning that I am on my way out of a fandom and I just don't care anymore, I don't, I have never experienced long bouts of writer's block or sitting down at my laptop and not being able to write at least a page. When I was in the Spuffy fandom, I got into the habit of writing a thousand words because that's what that was the limit that we had to have before it could actually post. You had to have a thousand words. Um, and this was on the Spuffy realm, I should say. Um, so it wouldn't post otherwise. So you had to get a thousand words if you wanted to post a chapter. Well, when you look at a thousand words on a page, it's really not a whole lot. And I made sure I obviously got that thousand word mark, but then I would continue on until, you know, I felt like the chapter was done. So I really got into that habit. So I, I know that there are writers on AO3 that that post chapters that are like 750 words or something like that because there really isn't a limit on there, which is fantastic. But um, I have, despite the fact that I do have a short attention span, I really do like to settle into a chapter. So like little drabbles don't really um, excite me. And now I'm going to talk about drabbles because I just mentioned drabbles. So if that's what you want to write, fucking do it. Like it doesn't matter. If you want to write a sentence and post it, write it. You're supposed to be enjoying yourself. You're supposed to be having fun. Now, like I said, writing can be a struggle. Writing can be very difficult. I've experienced that over the past, oh, few six months a year. Um, I've had a really bad bow and I've mentioned this before with writer's block, but I also think that I have a busy life and I don't have a lot of time. And when I come home from work, all I want to do is, you know, get lost in a game on my TV or watch some Netflix. But anyway, so fan fiction, you can ship who you want to ship. You can write what you want to write. 
and there's always going to be somebody that has something to say about it. There's even going to probably be someone who is going to take particular offense to your fan fiction and tell you that you have a responsibility to protect the young eyes that might find themselves onto your fanfic and read the deplorable things that you have been writing about. So I've had this happen to me. I wrote fanfic because my fanfic kind of got darker and darker. Um, although not, I don't honestly think it was that dark, but for the sake of argument, let's say it was dark. So, um, I like to write a dark John Snow, you know, and for me, that meant playing on the aspect of John Snow that is kind of, um, a hunter, uh, a tracker, uh, the, the aspect of Jon Snow that is a killer, um, that is battle-minded, I guess, even though I never really wrote him in canon, but I just wanted to pick up on the dark aspects of Jon Snow that I saw in the show and bring those forward, and that is perfectly fine to do. If you want to write a character out of character and have them do things that they normally wouldn't do, you know what? That's fine too. There's always going to be the purists that tell you that you can't do that, but you absolutely can. And if they want to say that, oh, well, you're just writing an original story. You know what? Screw them. You're having fun. And that is the point. And some people don't mind reading their favorite character being a little bit out of character. Sometimes people kind of look forward to that because, you know, it can get really boring after a while to read the characters, like, just doing the same stupid shit all the time and acting the same way about everything. It's just, I, I'm easily bored. So I like variety. I like to, um, play with the characters. I probably, I, I know, I know I've probably most definitely written my characters out of character sometimes. And I, you know what, I really don't care because what mattered to me was the story that I was writing. And, you can't, I don't think you can just write a story without having an attachment to that story. And yeah, you've already got that attachment to the characters, but now you have this plot that you want to develop. You have this idea that you want to get out on the page. So it becomes not just about exploring the characters, but it becomes about exploring the plot and, and what's happening in your story. So that's that's your creative expression. And you can do with that whatever you want. If you want to look at fan fiction as a springboard to writing original fiction, go for it. I have nothing against those people who write fan fiction and then later on turn it into um, an original piece. Because for me, that's the whole reason why I write AU a lot of the time is because once upon a time, I really wanted to be an author. So for me, writing something 
that was, um, that I could easily change later, like with a few tweaks here and there of names and made places, then I could have something that I could submit to a publisher. And I have done that actually. And I, I almost got, I almost got something, some kind of offer. I'm convinced from Harlequin romance and as shameful as I, as I should probably feel saying that I don't because publishing is publishing is publishing. Um, so anyway, write what you want, ship what you want. And if somebody doesn't like it, that's why you have the tags or that's why you have the summary and the description. AO3 has set up a system that is absolutely perfect to be able to tag what is going to happen in your story of warnings that are going to happen. And you can, and if, even if you're posting on another um, platform, like maybe you're posting on a message board, maybe you're posting on a website, so you don't have that tagging capability, although I can't imagine uh, in this day and age that there wouldn't be a tagging option, but let's just say that there isn't. So all you can do is just, you know, write out the summary and put those warnings in, make sure you have those warnings because people will come back inevitably and say, I can't believe you didn't warn me about this. Well, if you read the tags or you read the summary you would have seen that I actually did warn you. I would even go so far as if you have a chapter that is going to be delicate, that you should probably put some kind of disclaimer, some kind of warning in the beginning of that chapter, even though you did it way in the beginning of the story, because there is always going to be someone who has to bitch about it. Always, always, always. And they'll even, I mean, I work with the public and I am no stranger to putting up a sign and, and even putting it up in somebody's path so that they have no choice but to see it and they will walk past it and they get mad at me because they didn't see the sign warning them of something. FYI, I work in a library. Anyway. So people will sometimes read those warnings and they sometimes won't, but just know that you have it there. So you can be like, Hey, I warned you and you went ahead and did this anyway. So now it's on you. And also you don't have to apologize for your writing. You do not have to answer to anybody. I don't care what someone says about me having a responsibility to, for young people coming on to archive and reading my smutty fanfic. I don't care. I don't care if they don't like my aggressive John. I don't care if they don't like the fact that he's kind of an asshole. I don't care. That's not my problem. And I can't imagine that there, I, th th there's so much content on the internet that I can't imagine there is a great amount of young eyes that are reading John and Sansa fanfic. And maybe that's me being naive, but I mean, 
it's not my job to, to, um, protect them from, from stuff. It's not my job to, um, have to censor myself because of them. There's plenty of things that they can go and get out of the, the local library that has a bunch of crap in it that maybe their parents don't want them to read. So why do I have to be censored? Honestly, I think it's probably just because they didn't want me to write it and thought that they could stop me. But the see, and that's the thing is that there's always going to be somebody who is going to tell you not to write something or that you suck or that you're terrible and blah, 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 blah. And the thing is, is that when they tell me that, it just makes me, as the stubborn Taurus that I am, it just makes me dig my heels in even more and be like, oh yeah, well, I'll show you. Because nothing brings me more joy than being spiteful <laughs> and sticking it to people because I don't like being told what to do. And when you tell me that I suck at something, then I'm going to come back and be like, okay, well, now I'm going to show you how much I don't suck. And now that I know my very presence pisses you off, I'm going to be in your face even more. So petty, maybe, maybe a little bit. I'll give you that. But do I care? Not so much. I had an experience in the liaison fandom, which if you remember is the Elizabeth and Jason, um, fandom, um, they're from general hospital. Anyway, I had a really bad experience where I had someone write me a very lengthy, uh, direct message from the website that we were on to tell me how much I sucked as a writer and that, she would suggest to me books I should read to improve, but she doesn't think that there was any, she did not think there was any help for me at all. So she wouldn't even bother to let me know what I should do or what I should read to improve on my craft. It was a horrible letter and I thought for a while, oh, well, I guess I suck. So maybe... I shouldn't do this. And then I was like, no, you know what? They suck actually. And who would do that to another person? Please don't do that to people. If you are a person that does not write fan fiction, then please observe some etiquette. We do not like it when you want to correct our grammar. That is fucking annoying. Please don't do that or find another way to do it and don't do it in public. So if you're on archive and you see that there's a there's a editorial mis mistake that there's grammar that needs to be fixed please find a way to tell us without telling us in public so that everybody can read it because we find that very fucking annoying i can't even tell you and usually you can find somebody on tumblr that's posting on ao3 it's very rare that those people are not on both um, second of all, please leave comments because when we don't get comments as writers, we kind of feel like, all right, am I just screaming out into the void? Now, I know this goes against the whole, you're supposed to be doing it for the fun. Well, getting comments is fun. There is a point though, when it gets to be, uh, unhealthy 
to be obsessive about comments. And I'll get to that in a minute. If you are hate reading a fanfic because you absolutely, let's say, you know, you're a John and Daenerys shipper and you decide it's a good idea to go visit the John and Sans of fandom and read their fix. And then you want to bitch to them about how much they suck because you're pissed off about the fact that they're writing about John and Sansa and, and not about John and Daenerys. Don't do that. Just stay in your lane. Okay. I don't understand this concept of hate reading. I don't understand this concept of going into other fandoms that you have no interest in or, or like passionately dislike and have to start shit with the people that are just going along with their business, enjoying their fandom, living their best life. And then they have to go in and see all this hate and vitriol that's being vitriol. Is it vitriol? I think it's vitriol that have to go in and see all of this stuff spewed at them. It's not fun. Okay. And the whole point of fandom is supposed to be fun. So how is it fun for you to go in and hate read something or to go in and read posts about a, a couple that you don't even like? I don't understand that. Knock it off. Okay. Stop being a miserable twat and just stay in your lane and do what you enjoy doing. And if being a little troll is something that you enjoy doing, then take a look at your life, take a look at your choices because they're fucked up. And please don't do that thing where you leave a comment and then you go off and you say, well, I liked this, but then I didn't like this, this, and this, and this. Nobody fucking likes that shit either. It's rude. I have seen a trend a lot with people who want to come in and think that they're leaving constructive criticism, but really what they're doing is complaining because it's not exactly how they would write the story. So they want to complain about how you're writing the story. And to that, I say, you know what? Fuck you. I will write the story the way I want to write the story because I'm the one that's putting in the work, not you. So I'll write it the way that I want to write it. Thank you very much. And nobody likes that. And when you try to defend yourself, what I've seen and what I've come across quite frequently is that attitude of, well, I just, I guess you're the kind of writer that just likes to have positive things said to you. And you don't want to learn from your, you don't want to learn your craft better. And you don't want to hear anything bad unless somebody's kissing your ass. You don't want to hear it. You know what? The whole point of comments is so that the reader can leave you something positive to keep you going. That's why the whole concept of comments was created so that you could interact and positively. I mean, I know that there's this there's this tendency on the internet that oh, there's a comment box hold the phone. Let me be an asshole. You don't have to do that. And that's not what it's intended for. It's not, comments are not there for you to be a little shit. Just try to be a nice person. 
and follow the golden rule that if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say it at all. It's not that hard to figure out. So let's get it together. All right. Anyway, so you've tagged your story. You're a writer. You've tagged your story and you've posted it up. Now, one thing I do want to talk about, and this is something I touched on briefly, was when comments go into an unhealthy place. I know people that have totally based their entire self-worth on how many comments that they, they've gotten or that they get. And I can say with all honesty that I am one of those people that have done this. I have totally been that person that has constantly refreshed the page to see how many people have commented yet or how many hits I've gotten. And um, I can say on archive, I never cared about the kudos that I, I don't know why it just was not a thing that I kept track of. It was always the comments and the hits. And um, it was a rare thing. I remember in the Spuffy realm, um, I remember that it was a rare thing that somebody could reach like a thousand comments. And I am, I'm not going to lie to you. I have been that petty bitch that gets jealous when a new fandom darling comes around and starts writing fanfic that everybody fawns over. And I'm just really realizing now how that makes me sound like the old gang in Johnson. But I digress. Um, something to look at later, I guess. No, I fully acknowledge it. Um, but seriously, I have been that person, totally been that person that has based my self-worth on the number of comments that I've gotten. And it's shameful to me to admit that. Well, maybe not shameful, but I kind of feel like it's maybe healing in a way, because it's something that a lot of people don't talk about. There's this thing in fandom where if you're not being a complete um, asshole to other fandoms and starting shit in, in your own fandom or in other fandoms, then and people feel like, you know, we, we should be upbeat. And I understand that. And that's great. But there's this dark side where there are people that are suffering because they've posted their fan art, they've posted their fanfic, and they're not getting a lot of comments on it. They're being looked over for the fandom darlings or the BNFs, also known as big name fans. So they feel slighted and they feel like, oh, all these people are getting read. All these people are, you know, their art has all of these comments and reblogs. And meanwhile, here I am with this piece of art that's gotten maybe five likes, no reblogs, and this piece of fan fiction that I've put my heart and soul into, and I've gotten maybe 10 comments on uh, on a chapter while this person wrote one and has like 45 comments. It's discouraging and it's frustrating. And I think when you go into creating things in fandom, you have to know yourself 
and you have to be in touch with yourself of where you're at on the self-worth scale. Because if your self-worth is in the garbage, you are absolutely going to fall into that trap of feeling like if I don't get a comment, then I suck. I shouldn't bother. I shouldn't do any of this. Why do I bother? I'm terrible. People think I'm I, I'm absolutely the worst writer in the world. I'm the worst fan artist in the world. And it can you can go down a, a dark rabbit hole. And I, I can't remember who said the quote, but comparison is the death of creativity. And that is so very true. Comparison is the death of creativity. And I have felt this and I have seen this. I have seen people that obsess over the statistics of their comments, of their likes, of their kudos, who have worried that they've posted something terrible that have gone down into this deep, dark abyss of feeling like they should just give up and that no one likes them. No one likes their work. And I get it because when you're putting your work out there, you're putting your heart and soul into something. This is an extension of you. It's something that you created. So of course you want other people to like it. And when you don't get that instant gratification of someone saying, this is fantastic, then there is, it it leaves room for people who are not really sure about themselves and don't have a high self-esteem to plummet into the depths of despair. And I feel for that because I've been there because I have felt that. I have been petty. Um, When I was in the liaison fandom, there was a woman that could write like three chapters a day and they were solid, good chapters. And she was getting all of this praise, all of this love. And I got jealous. I admit it. I got jealous and I have gotten jealous in every single fandom that I've been in because it, when you can see what other people are getting, it can kind of create this um, environment of competition. Um, I'm not sure if that if I'm saying that correctly, but uh, if you're somebody who doesn't care, that's fantastic. But if you're somebody who who does care, what the comments, what how many comments that you're getting then it's a real slippery slope. And you have to remember that there is always going to be somebody else that comes along. There are many people probably, maybe, in your fandom that are writing. And some people are going to read your work, and some people aren't. Some people are going to comment, and some people aren't. And I have been that petty bitch that's been like, hey, that person commented on that fic, but they didn't comment on mine. And what did I do wrong? I saw that they read it because they left me kudos, but why didn't they say anything? And 
but on the same end, I've also been that person that has read something and been like, that's great. I don't have time right now. I'll leave a comment later and then totally forgot. Or I'm afraid to just say that was great because I am not the best at commenting, um, and leaving long comments for some reason, my brain just like freezes and I, you know, put a, put a book in front of me and I can talk all the live long day about it. But, um, I don't know what it is. It's weird, but, um, yeah. So it just paves the way for you feeling shitty about yourself. If you're comparing yourself to others, if you're seeing what they're getting compared to what you're getting and, like I said in the first episode, you, you need to go outside, you need to put the device down, close it down, walk away, get a drink of water, go outside, look at the sky again, and just remember that you are a small human on this vast universe and this vast planet, and you're just, this is just a small drop in the water compared to everything that is possible in this world that you can make happen in your life. It's just the tiny, tiny speck. And one day you're not going to care. One day you're going to look back and be like, why did I waste so much time being utterly and completely stressed out about this fandom and about the work that I, that I submitted why did I spend all that time? Why? And, you know, it always feels like in the moment when you're caught up with something that it's the most important thing in the world. And then you can get into, you know, the idea of dopamine rushes and adrenaline. I mean, that's the whole point of social media, isn't it? The dopamine rushes, you know, having to see content that upsets you all the time. And, you know, that's another thing. If you don't like something, if you're on, if you're on a a Tumblr or Twitter or, or whatever, and you have the capability to block something, to not see it because it's upsetting to you, then absolutely do it. And don't worry about hurting other people's feelings. Sometimes you just have to do what is best for you. And I know that there's probably going to be some people out there that will say, well, you know, it's not good to live in a bubble. Well, here's the thing. When you go out into the world every day, you're not in a bubble. You're exposed to everything. And, but when you're online and you have the ability to cultivate something to your preference, because it feels good to be able to see the things you enjoy then absolutely do it. Why torture yourself? Why put yourself through that just because you don't want to live in a bubble online? Let me tell you, there's a lot of nooks and crannies online that you don't want to go into. So just stay out of them. Just don't even bother. It's not worth it. It's not worth your sanity. And that's the thing with writing fan fiction and comparing yourself to others is that it's not worth your sanity do whatever it is that you have to do to get yourself to a point where you can say, this is not a big deal. This does not mean that I'm a terrible writer. It just means that for whatever reason, that writer is getting a lot of attention right now. 
and I don't want to be a petty bitch and not engage with them and not um, be kind to them because that's not fair to them. They are just doing what they want to do, just like you're doing what you want to do. And you can't control how other people are going to view your fan fiction or their fan fiction. For all the people that love that other person's fan fiction, there are going to be people, just as many, maybe even more, who don't like it and who love yours. But the thing is, is that you have to appreciate the fans that you have and the comments that you get and not compare yourself because when you start comparing yourself, you start not wanting to write, you start not wanting to draw, you start not wanting to create anything or be part of it anymore because you feel like you're not good enough. And that stops all creativity inside of you that is asking you and begging you to be let out. And don't let that happen because there are people that look forward to that chapter that you write every day. There are people that look forward to what you create every time you post it and will jump with joy. I have told, I've I've had people tell me that they literally squealed or they literally jumped out of their seat when they saw that I posted something. There are people that will absolutely do that. I do it if something is updated that I am really excited about. I will froth at the mouth to get an update of something that I am obsessed with. And there are absolutely people obsessed with your work. Obsessed with you is another story. And that's another episode because I have had that happen too. And it's not all fun and games. So please do what you have to do for self-care and to take care of yourself when you find yourself comparing yourself to others and you think that you're coming up short and that there's something wrong with you. And you know what? The popularity of other people don't last. It doesn't last. Fandom is always constantly moving. And what was popular one day is not popular the next day. Nothing lasts forever. Please remember that. Nothing lasts forever. So this thing that is bothering you will not last forever. There's a quote by a Buddhist, uh, Pema Chodron, Pema or Pima, I never get it right. Anyway, she says that you are the sky. Everything else is just the weather. And when you think about it that way, it makes a lot of sense. The vast sky and yeah, there's a few clouds, but what happens to clouds? What happens to rain? What happens to snow? It doesn't stick around forever. It might last a few minutes, it might last a few hours, but eventually it passes. It always passes. So remember that. Moving on. So there is a trend in fandom that uh, somebody will have an idea. Like the most recent 
is the soul mark. So there's, so the soul mark idea from what I understand is that you're born with this mark and it matches somebody else who has the mark and that person is your soulmate. And sometimes those kinds of things, they, they just become something that multiplies and you see it over and over and over again. Just people coming up with different ways of telling that same kind of premise. And, um, and that's fine. You can absolutely do that, but please don't plagiarize. That's the only thing. And if you have an idea and it's similar to somebody else's idea, but you have maybe one slight thing that you want to change, um, please just talk to the person where the idea sparked from because um, you don't want to just steal something and not at least acknowledge that, okay, this thing created before and I read that, I can't unread it and I have this idea that I just got from it. Um, Do I just write it and pretend I didn't read that thing that gave me this idea? No, don't ignore it. Just talk to the author. Just because I've had people say that, like, hey, this gave me an idea, what I just read that you wrote just gave me this idea. Do you mind if I run with it? Absolutely not. You know, like, go for it because we all have a different way of telling a story. Um, And, like, I wrote a vampire fic once for. John and Sansa, and I never, I never actually finished it. Um, but somebody said, I, I want to write this story, um, where John's a vampire like yours. Do you mind if I do that? Absolutely not. Go for it. Because we all have our own unique way of telling a story. I did have somebody attack me once because there was there's always, always in, in, in fandoms and ships, the, the fanfic of the one character is a priest and the other one's like, you know, a common person. And the, you know, it's like the thorn birds all over again. And that is a common trope that I see again and again. And I had somebody that was really nasty and sidebar, this person was obsessed with me and she hated me because she was jealous but I will get into that in another episode. Um, she accused me of, of ripping this person off who wrote the same story, but yet there were like 10 others that were the same thing. It's a common trope. It's not like, you know, I was out to look at these fanfics and be like, what can I steal from this one? It's, it just, sometimes tropes just happen and sometimes they happen all at once because it just becomes a thing. And sometimes it's even becomes a challenge where how many, um, stories can we get in this fandom about this soul mark or this person being a vampire or whatever it is like that just happens sometimes. And, um, but just, you know, if you do get an idea from somebody that, that you've written just, you know, talk to them about it and, um, just be honest. And the chances are that they probably won't care. And if they do, then you don't write it. Just don't be a dick is I guess the rule. And that is actually the big rule. Don't be a dick because it's so much easier to be nice. And 
this is coming from a person that has not always been nice. And I, I own that. I, I think when you're out of fandom or you're away from a situation, you can look back and be like, wow, I was a real dick. And you know what? Even in the moment, you can have a moment of clarity where you're like, I am out of control. I don't know why I'm acting this way. That was deplorable behavior. I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just said that. And you can be like, okay, I, I was a real dick right there. So now I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do better than that. I, I'm going to do better the next time. Um, just remember to have fun. That's, that's the most thing that I, that's, that's what I want for you. Whoever you are, that's listening. I want you to have fun. I want you to be secure in yourself. I want you to feel that you are worthy, that you are good enough because you are. Please don't let comparisons of other fan artists or other people on the internet in general make you feel that you are less than. Please, please don't do that. And I would also encourage you that if you are suffering from extreme low self-esteem, please see somebody about it. Seek professional help and talk about it. I did that and it helped me tremendously and it still helps me. I still see a therapist and I'm not ashamed to share that because we all need help sometimes. We all need someone to listen to us and someone to give us a different perspective and that's okay. It's fine. So I'm sure I'll have a lot more to say because there's so much to say about this topic, about fandom and all the crap that happens in it and all the feelings that go along with it that people have and things that are, that get brought up that, um, I I could talk for hours about it, but I'm going to stop it here and, uh, let's say happy Halloween and have a good week and I'll see you next time.